This podcast is brought to you by the planet Earth. Absolutely everything is, and it will always be. (laughs) All the energy that you transmit is going to stay on here until we launch things into space. I want to say that when there is no reference, there may be no value. And all references come from the human experience and we reference everything from our words and what we've experienced with those words or realities. So in this podcast, I've been walking around La Paz and met a brother at a vegan taco joint and hit it off because he is one of the most comfortable feeling people that I've been around in a long time, kind of helping me feel very good about the life path I'm on in doing what feels right, launching the body into it through nations. Uh, This person was a professional skydiver, now a free diver, and living around the world to continue to do so. These are his opinions. Let him be nameless as he wanted to be. And that comes back to the reference of If there is no name and there is no certainty or the man really to back what is being said, is listening to what is being said have any value? Now, when you watch a cartoon and everything is made up, or if you hear a voice and you don't know who says it, if it resonates with you, Let it be so. That is something that you have to feel and decide for yourself. And if you can't resonate with anything, (laughs) I mean, everybody feels good about something. Let the podcast begin. My um, narrativizing mind is very active. It's this invisible frame of reference that you carry in your head. Life presents all sorts of adversity, and some adversity doesn't feel like adversity. It's sneaky. Could I um, interview you for my space gas? For my space gas? What the hell is going on here? I don't even think I could fake be him, right? (laughs) Or like, so when you try to be like someone, so when I'm making music, I'm trying to be like all the people I ever heard, right? Because I've only ever heard music from other people. But then you're not really creating, you're just recreating. But when you recreate, there's errors along that way and it becomes different. But I agree, copycats fucking suck, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And full, when there's already that thing going on there, which... But the thing is, his thing can't be repeated because he's being himself and no one has the answers. And like his ability to interview people and he's a stand-up comic originally. He puts a lot of like, he does his own work. He doesn't just go into it totally blind, I think. I think he's got a lot of his questions pre-thought out. I think he has a fucking team of people. <laughs> you think he's got some writers helping him? Oh no, not with the chat, but like finding his really crazy people 
and sifting through my application I think to not accept me. That circle of friends that he has, you're going to have some crazy friends, you know, like some pretty unique characters. I think he knows them for a lot of years, a lot of those guys. So it's not like he just randomly pulls up this dude. So and then the people that he does bring in new, it seems like it's for like a current event, current topic. Mm-hmm. So like he tries to bring in a lot of experts, which... I think is a team of people deciding what's new and current because how does he have the time? I don't know. I think he chills with his family mainly and then just goes in and talks to people. I think he's just a regular guy that has his ear to the ground. He knows what's going on in the world. You know, he's not like hiding in his closet like a lot of celebrities. He's actually out there and has the real vibe of the people because he is a comedian. Like, so he has to keep up with everything. And then he actually gets to keep his ear to the ground and talk to the people he does, he's already actually getting more than so many people, too. Like, it's kind of rolling in that direction to be, he's like... Well, I think he's trying to educate himself as well, like, and his audience. So a lot of it is that he does bring those experts on because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. So he wants to bring in some PhD or doctor that's going to be able to explain to him at the highest level of this is the reality of this situation. And so for him, I think it's as much of an educational experience as it is, like, an entertaining experience. People have some lashback on like, well, I've been saying fuck. So you're still like considering vaccines or like you want, you're pushing me to have them. And I just energetically have never felt good about it. And right on for me, maybe I'm in tune or something, but uh, I'm like, just check out this Joe Rogan episode where he has like the guy who, did you ever see it? The guy who created the technology for the vaccine is the on... The technology, yeah. I saw that. I listened to it. And he's the guy. And he doesn't actually even attack anybody, I don't think. He just says facts. I'm like, can you just like give that a listen? <laughs> and then the, the lashback or the idea is like, well, Joe Rogan's just bringing on people who are against the vaccine. He's like just pushing his incentives. You think? No, because he brought on <laughs> doctors that had, like, the opposite side, the opposite opinion. He totally has, like, uh, he keeps it pretty balanced. Like, so he'll bring on, like, Dr. Robert Malone or whatever, and then he'll bring on another doctor that's, you know, like, pro-vaccine. Like, he'll bring on people that are, say, uh, global warming's a lie, and then he'll bring on, like, a week later, the guy that says global warming's absolutely real, you cannot debate it. Like, <laughs> that's what he does. Because I think, like I said earlier, he wants to educate himself. So in order to do that, he really does need both extremes. When you say global warming's a lie, that really loud guy. <laughs> oh, fuck. He just starts getting super n- scary, actually. Not for Joe, though, because he'll fight him. Yeah. But he's just like, it's all a fucking lie, man. Trees grow with carbon. So we're actually doing the trees a favor. We're going to get. This is a big proactive boost for nature this is all that is it's not gonna happen it's not a big deal we're never running out of oil no oil's everywhere (laughs) do you think we can can't we i don't think we will i think we won't live long enough to get it all i don't think it's gonna be an issue i think in 50 years like the math proves that the population of the planet is rapidly declining like drastically within 50 years like europe's basically going to be empty so how Nobody's having babies. It's mm. become like so educated societies no longer have as many children. It's a very statistically proven fact. You know, there's lots of research on this. So the more educated someone is, the less children they have. 
And with like Europe being a highly educated society and people thinking, oh, I need to have a career. I need to do this. And so they postpone having a family and then fertility rates are dropping all throughout the world. Sperm counts are dropping. Testosterone levels are dropping in humans all around the world. So like birth rates are in a serious decline. However, it's not like super in vogue to talk about this. But if you go do any type of research on this, like our population right now on the planet is pretty much the highest it's ever going to be. Like, it's about to drop. What about that? Like, we're thinking, people are saying 9 billion? Do you think in, like, 20 years? And then, uh, and so then I don't think peaks? we know how many people are on the planet. Like, when I lived in Zanzibar, they were like, the official number is this, but unofficially, it's probably a million more than that. So they don't even know how many people are, like, in a lot of these places. So for us to say we have some type of census of this is how many people on the planet, I think it's just a lucky guess at best. There's a... I just looked up how many people are in Mexico because I keep asking and no one has a fucking clue. People don't even know how many people are in La Paz. They, like here in La Paz, they're like, ah, 25,000? Well, like when I lived in Cairo, people would say anywhere from 22 million to 40 million was the numbers that I always heard when I would ask, how many people live here? Like to the taxi drivers, Uber drivers, stuff like that. Just people I would meet. It was always this huge variance. I like to tell people I'm from Golden and then... I tell people, like, I like to say small because it seems like, oh, wow, it's so special. No idea how many people are there. Like, if it says 4,000 residents, maybe, or if it says 2,600, it's like when the ski hill gets bumping yeah, everyone moves into their homes, like, <laughs> and all the, half the town is foreigners working there, and then what's that? It's double now, isn't it? If it, don't know. And how big's the area? <laughs> so, like, like with foreigners working there that's like a part of the thing is uh reason like in europe and in america there's so much influx of like people from like in africa and europe you know they all for african people move to europe it's a huge influx of migrants and then also like afghanis people from the middle east trying to get like refugee status it's a lot of that's brought in by the government by the united nations on purpose to help replenish the population so that way they still have a tax base they still have employees that are paying into the taxes paying into the you know the retirement accounts and stuff like that but the problem's been is that the people aren't becoming a part of the society to the point where they actually buy into the taxes they're actually not paying much taxes they're usually getting more in benefits than they're paying in if they do even pay anything at all so it's like having a drastic negative effect on the economies in a lot of countries and it's spurring a lot of populism where people are like, oh, I hate these people because they're a different color than me, which is like not going to make anything better in the long run. <clears throat> it's just going to make the population more divided. And it's like, I just what don't see the you, benefit of it. What was that word? Populism? Yeah. Populism, which is, uh, what's that? That sounds like an action <laughs> where it's people... Uh, it's like populism, nationalism, you can kind of almost use these interchangeably depending on what you're talking about, but like believing that like your idea, your nation, your group of people that you, you know, consider yourself to be part of that tribe is the best. Okay. Tribalism. To an extent. Nationalism. Yeah. yeah. Statism. Um, and then you, you brought that up in reference to an African country? Well, like with the migrants, like moving in, it's part of the like repopulation of Europe because they're hoping that these migrants will have more kids. They'll like become part of the European nations. Does that make sense? Like they'll adapt, they'll become culturally European instead of African. 
where have you been researching that? Or like, what gives you the gumption to research that? So, like, if you go like to the United Nations websites, they literally have this stuff up. They write white papers about it all the time. Like, you can just go research. So, like, I went to college for political science, so I'm like a nerd about this stuff. I like to actually go like read like crazy stuff that people would just consider offbeat. But like, for me to go read the news of the United Nations website, it's kind of like a normal thing in my daily thing. So cool yeah maybe on that same website i was on there for the first time ever yeah and because they signed an agreement of like planting a billion trees or did you hear or see that nah i'm not into the hippie articles like that <laughs> i see trees i skip i, can I think it about. was uh i think it that's was. just like a money laundering scheme or something you know like really yeah, we plant some trees. We say it costs $10,000 a tree. It costs, you know, 10 cents a tree. Fuck. Put that money in your pocket. Hmm. I came from the forest and got infected with an idea of, like, not consuming because apparently consuming might take from, like, a forest like that and, like, contributing to the Society of Canada because it is for destroying those forests which i was chilling in and it's like i got tribal with the forest and i so i changed my well it changed my thinking it just naturally would happen probably to everyone and everyone who got to go chill in there is like the energy's so fucking cool like i can't wait to be back and i want to i want to help and then but it takes flipping the switch and taking the first jump to actually be like hey yeah i'll go there this weekend yeah, like, instead of the parties, I'll, like, go to the blockade and scare myself with some police and stuff. Like, it's fucking so not inviting. But then I thought to myself, what, like, all this aside, we're going to need to do some work. If there's a carbon issue in the air, and a great way to get carbon out of the air is to plant some trees. And then I'm trying to figure out on my way through the states, I'm like, where can I just stop in and just, like, fucking who's, where are they planting these trees? And they say they are, and where, why can't I just join a group of people who are just planting some trees right now based on the theory of what the United Nations brought up on their page saying like, we're gonna, I think it, it's definitely more than a billion. I think it was like 20 billion. And it's like United Nations has just said by 2030, they're gonna plant like, or is a hundred billion? I mean, here in lies the problem is, you you look to the United Nations to solve the problem, right? Why can't you solve it yourself? Why can't you just go plant a tree in your backyard? Tell your neighbor, hey, throw a tree up in your yard. It'll save, it'll save the environment. Like, Here's you know, how to uh, do can't it. Can't we act more locally instead of relying on these big agencies where our money gets wasted? Why don't we just do it ourselves? Have a little bit of self-reliance. Take care of our own communities. Take care of our own things. It's way easier that way. Because mm-hmm. in the day, instead of complaining about this problem that you're waiting for somebody else to fix, you mm. could have already solved it and saved money in the process. Mm. But people are so afraid to like go out and be involved themselves and actually fix anything. They think they need to call a professional, you know. Mm. So it's like a sad state to see everybody always looking for someone else to fix their problem when it's like, dude, you can go plant a tree in your backyard. You could go Johnny Appleseed up all over Canada. Nobody's going to be mad at you. They're going to be like, look at this guy. He's planting trees. Good for him. Like, but everybody's afraid to do that. What's the day right now? It's like I don't know. 24th of February, 2022. And we're having... Uh, it's really awesome because... He's in touch with what's going on in Canada, and we're figuring out, like, the Emergencies Act, and now America's doing this trucker thing. They're standing up to, 
what are, what are we doing again? What's everybody doing again? <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Like, I don't feel like the truckers have like, you know, in Canada, they, they had a strict mandate. Like, we want these mask mandates dropped. We want the vaccine passports dropped. <laughs> Fuck Trudeau. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you knew clearly what these Canadian truckers want before they even arrived in Ottawa. Mm. The American truckers, I just kind of see them all going like, yeah, fuck COVID and fuck Biden. But they don't really like have a set. Do they or, say like, fuck Biden? I mean, yeah, on the trucks, they'll literally have, like, flags waving that say, like... that's copying. (laughs) Fuck that. They're fucking copying. (laughs) Yeah, they don't have the maple leaf in the middle of the F uh, uh, for the U, I mean, Dude, we can see you're just doing what we did. Um, Do something different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first time in history America copies Canada. (laughs) Canada's already mad. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, the Canadian in Mexico is mad. Okay, so the big contradictory on... So my comment on me, like, yeah, United Nations, where are the people doing it? And then in people being like, yo, like government, why don't I have enough money? And it's like, dude, you fucking don't do enough. You don't work. You don't fix this. And then right now in Canada, people are like, fucking government's taking all my fucking powers. It's because, like, you're fucking reaching to the government for your shit. And then now when you reach for, sh- for stuff, it chooses what it gives to you. And you did that so much that now it took advantage of you. And now you're complaining and you can't want from the thing that like it's a bad relationship. Yeah, so you guys are basically in an abusive relationship with your, like, your Liberal Party and your NDPs. They're, like, really just abusing you guys. And you guys need to, like, just never reelect them again. Like, you guys need to have a mandate that says, no, these guys, make a list. Be like, these guys are blacklisted. They can never run for office in our country again. We're done with these people. They locked us up. They took away our rights. They took away our freedoms. They persecuted innocent Canadians that were just trying to have a peaceful protest. Mm. Like, I mean, they put people in the hospital. Really. So it's just like they're trampling them with horses. Mm. These people were following orders from these other people. That's their excuse. So, I mean, everybody along that, that error chain needs to be held accountable at some point. And if you don't hold them accountable, then all that was for nothing. Did you see or hear if they're going to do anything about uh, prosecuting people? I didn't hear from my buddy. I mean, it's it's to be seen, right? It's so early, and I mean, they just canceled it today. The, the emergency the, act. Yeah. So it's kind of early. We'll see what gets dropped in the courts. You know, if they end up prosecuting these people or trying to take away their bank accounts. I saw somewhere they try to like take away a lady's bank account because she donated fifty dollars to the trucker on a, you know, like GoFundMe or something like that. Yeah. Had her data, and so they literally just deleted her bank account. <sighs> and for your government to do that, that's pretty scary, right? That's like a dictator. You live under a tyranny. If the government has the ability to just come and say, you can't bank with our banks anymore. You can't vote. You can't be a citizen. You know, with the COVID measures where you couldn't go to Walmart without having a vaccine passport in Canada, like that's tyranny. And people got to say no to that. Mm-hmm. Freedom's always going to win in the end. You don't want to live under that. Mm-hmm. So like, just go ahead and get it out of the way and be like, nope, we're done. We're not playing this game anymore. It's called tyranny and we're done with it. It's not allowed. Or, like, it's very much against... Tyranny is just, like, way against... uh, Okay, so the people who make the laws and are in control of the abusive relationship then abuse more within that relationship that they invented? The laws are for you, not for them. That's kind of a tyranny. Fucking human laws, man. We have the right to do 
and be free. Right. These are called from natural rights. Earth. John Locke wrote like books about this a long time ago. You can go read them. It's pretty easy to find. But like natural rights, like that's kind of what the basis of the American Constitution is: is natural rights. Mm. You're you're free because you're human. No human can take away your freedom because no human has that authority. You're free because God gave you these rights. Is kind mm. of their premise, their thesis. So. I think Canada needs to realize that too. Like these people don't give you your rights. Your rights are free. You're naturally born with them. So they can't take them away because they don't have the authority to do so because they're not God. On the trip through America and like wanting and looking and uh, to find a group of people like or maybe like it's up to someone, more people to, if it's the right way to go, which I think it's a pretty shit hot idea to bring uh, more plants to places that are fucked over, uh, to bring more water, to bring more food, to pull some carbon out of the atmosphere. Do you think that's an issue? Carbon in the atmosphere? Don't worry about it at all. How's your breath? <laughs> the plants breathe what I exhale, and then they give me oxygen back. What? We have this symbiotic relationship. So there's it's more working out pretty well for me of so us. far. <laughs> Our oxygen levels haven't changed. We're not starving to death for oxygen. We're not turning blue when we walk around. You mm. know, I mean, I'm not really too concerned about it. There's more of us now, and then there's more of us eating. Like, so as we eat the food that grows, we like it takes carb, uh, yeah, takes oxygen, makes fertilizers. Carbon. There's all kinds of like, you know. So we're out. It's going the other way, right? And then at a certain point, how's it going to go back? Going the other way because, like, if you look at one volcanic eruption, it'll literally spew out in like one hour more than humans have in the whole history of humans. Like, it's just crazy. Like, where did you get that? Look it up in the science, man. Go to college, do some homework. Hold on. (laughs) We can't trust like what Google tells us anymore, right? No, I learned that in college. Like, I learned it from a professor at the University of Alaska Anchorage. It's a real thing. Like, volcanoes definitely spew out more than humans can and it's just they're always erupting so like for us to say that we have some huge impact because we have cars yeah i'm not really buying it yeah i mean yeah we're polluting the groundwater probably because of the petrol chemicals stuff like that i would agree with that that we're polluting the groundwater but i mean that's just part of having a large population density it's going to pollute the groundwater no matter what did you i heard about in uh the ice fields up north, maybe Alaska. Um, an indigenous guy just hanging out, old man. <laughs> Looks with his eyes. His eyes aren't even that good. Yeah. He just feels. But he's just like, yeah, they're getting covered with black because of the tiny particles of rubber from cars. As uh, you're driving, it's just like it rips tiny pieces of rubber that are just floating in the air and float all the way to uh, the ice fields, and they're turning black on top compared to the sheer white that they were. The only Which time would I've also ever seen anything like water. that is when there was a volcanic eruption when I was living in Alaska. And when I was hiking the next summer, there was definitely a layer of black on the snow, on the tops of the mountains. Mm-hmm. But it was from the ash from the volcano. Like, I don't see it as being... No, I'm not buying that rubbers floated all the way up thousands of kilometers to, you know, almost the North Pole of Canada. You don't think <laughs> if it's just tiny? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not buying what? it. What? Nah. Well, what about... Uh, carbon or like fucking burning plastic coming over the ocean over to us from China. I mean, you think that by the time it goes that far that it's really going to be super toxic or that it would settle out by then? So I'm not saying it's toxic, but I'm saying that 
it's just creating a thin like snow and ice is fucking crystal white when it stacks on each other it's like a bouncing refracting crystal of crazy whiteness right <laughs> yeah and then it's just tinted slightly on all of the world Nope, let me take that back, because <laughs> I heard it from the indigenous guy who was in a northern part of North America, so it was... And you did say, yeah, area. I was not able to see very well. I think, so. I think there's this funny paradox. I don't know that. He's this older I'm man. trusting him. I don't even know if I can back that, but the... Back the idea that he didn't see very well. I just think there was a weird paradox that there was that. But you could see it on the film. The, the, you just look at it, and then like you dig down... And you see no black film right. of tiny buildup of tiny little pieces of rubber. Because that's where do you think tire treads been going? It gets washed down streams and stuff. And but I mean, do we know that it's rubber? Uh, there would be a collection of China's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Did they like look for some Chinese newspapers in this? <laughs> like, was there Chinese writing on the rubber? Like, how do we know My this dirty from feet. China? How do we know it's rubber? Was this tested? Fucking you know, low quality. I mean, it's something I'll look into, but uh, yeah, I haven't heard that one. We're going to put the blame on whoever makes low quality. Anyone who makes lower quality rubber is now in charge of cleaning the entire northern ice caps. <laughs> um, it's a mandate from Justin Trudeau. Look it up. Came out an hour ago. And uh, they owe billions. As they should. <laughs> Yeah. What else? What else? Well, I mean, when I brought up the tree thing before, someone did say, yo, just fucking do it yourself. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so obviously right. And that's what I do is go do things on my own because no one, I've never liked anyone telling me what to do exactly until it lines up with the flow of the universe or if it's entirely right. Um, everything's just said from an emotional opinion. <laughs> there was a, I had a girl, a sweet friend, uh, just climb up on a couch next to me and just like really ask me what my star sign was and really checking in and being like, oh yeah, that that's why you're so much like that. And oh yeah, so what's your rising moon and all the stuff. I don't know my birth time because uh, it's so not, some girl randomly just comes up to you. A friend. Okay, so it's a yeah, friend. She wants friend. to know your star sign. Right. Yeah, she hasn't figured it out. Right. And what? Like, you've had that before from people. It's not sometimes a lot of people first come up time. to me and said, what's your star sign? Really? Oh, my <laughs> God. You don't go to enough festivals. Yeah. And by enough, I mean that's not for everybody. Being high on music yeah. and other substances the fringe minority <laughs> but she comes up and she is asking me the, the design of my rising moon I don't know it so then she's like well you have this attitude so you're probably a let's just say like Capricorn rising moon and I just say to her like so where do you read all this it's like well no it's star signs and I'm like well no someone came up with this over time passed down generationally it's a story it's written and how do you feel about it? Have you ever stopped and thought about what you want to think about in your rising moon? Or are you just going to live the life of what other people have written and said emotionally during their time in their life about their star sign ideas? 
I'm not big into star signs. <laughs> I think they're like something fun to read, just like a comic in the back of the newspaper back in the day when I was young. Like, but yeah, nah, I'm not big into that. I don't, I don't follow it. Like, I'm a Libra, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't go live in my life as using that as a measure of like, this is how I should act, or this is why I think that way, or anything like that. There's some cool coincidences. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's it's coincidence, right? Like. You could say, if you grew up your whole life thinking you were a Pisces, but you were a Libra reality, you would still be like, oh, all this stuff made sense. And then when you find out I'm a Libra, you would just be like, oh, well, no problem. Like, you wouldn't be like ruined or crushed by this. So, like, that was like, me. It's, uh, it's just a thing we do to kill time, man. Just great thoughts. Here's one for you, star signers. And all love to you. Like, believe what, I'm believe what you want. I'm all the stars. No, they're, they're like, uh, they're too beautiful and sensitive and nice <laughs> and are a large portion of us and are essential to our economy. Mm. Um, no, but they pick star sign dates on different dates in different parts of the world. Changes by at least one from Vietnam or Australia to Canada because I believed I was a Libra and I was a Libra and it's confirmed over in Vietnam and uh, then I got back to Canada and their stats say that I am actually a Scorpio because it's one day off and I'm on the cusp. And who's globally in charge of these stats? Like who came up with this and now who says they can change it? Like who are these people to say well in Canada we do it this way and in Vietnam it's this way? Like well who's right? Right. Mm. I mean, you both can't be right. So somebody has to be right. Somebody has to be wrong here. You can't be both. We can't. So, we can both be a little right and a little wrong. We're both definitely a little right and a little wrong, I think. And then who is more right? <laughs> For you, because you'll think or you'll come up with a feeling of I'm more right on my side of things. And they'll be like, no, dude, you're totally not. And it doesn't fucking matter because they're in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I don't feel like I need to be right or wrong about this topic because, like, it means very little to my, uh, how I live my life, so, yeah. And then, I feel like a very good way to go forward is community-based and taking care of the people in your community or, like, taking charge for bringing wellness to the country province territory like your own backyard and neighbors backyards sometimes like your neighbors just suck and are struggling and are having domestic violence and like you can see you can help them fix their car so the lady can escape or the guy uh, you just do that and you fix it up and it just makes your life actually a lot better because you don't have any domestic violence next to you and you're not as confused too but i'm so I, I realized that, but then I'm moving too. So like, I kind of want to just, that's why I was looking for a group of people already doing it. I'm like, I just want to drop in because I'm all, uh, incredibly curious on my way through the States. Like what's going on in Mexico? What, is, what are these people doing? Have you ever lived in a commune? I, I don't know. I see you living in a commune where everybody's like working for the greater good. Nobody's making any money. You're just planting, you know, tending to the vegetables. Fairy Creek blockade? Uh, for five months? I don't know. In the forest? Was that a commune? It was a group of volunteers that had the same ambition to be like, hey, let's protect these trees. Right. That's what we're doing. That's pretty cool. And everyone came in with different ideas of how that looked like, but base roots, like, let's not let it chainsaws touch the trees. So are those trees still there today, or have they already been cut down? I say we protected... uh, 
uh, nine tenths or um, yeah, maximum, maximum they would have got was two tenths or a fifth. But today, are those trees still there, or did like yes. people are still protecting them? Uh, because winter oh. uh, snow, it's apparently you can't cold. do it or something. Yeah. But uh, they do. They have been okay. So you can't cut in the midst of summer because uh, gasoline and uh, sparks and air make explosions, which run chainsaws and. <laughs> Friction makes heat, and wood is a brilliant, like, burning object. But it's BC, right? So it's pretty, uh, a lot of rain there. In the summer, no. No, so it's pretty dry there in the summer? Like, mm-hmm. like you have a real forest fire risk there? It's not like California where shit just blows Whoa. up instantly into huge fires, is it? It is. Yeah? It must be. Okay, but they're both such big places, right, we're talking about? Like, I know when I lived in Alaska, we'd have forest fires up there, huge. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even do anything about it. They just let it burn. They really wouldn't do much. I mean, sometimes they would, but like a lot of times they would just let it burn. We're talking ten thousand acres, twenty thousand acres, just gone. <clears throat> if only we could talk to a, a fire jumper or a forest fire protection yeah. person. But apparently, that's the thing to do because it's natural and it should happen. It's probably and better for the environment in the long run, right? Then trying to, uh, like, you're just pushing yourself against nature by nature on its course it's always best yes the only reason they do it is because well let's say in california or bc yeah when they're like dumping buckets of water and hoping the wind direction changes when there's like a community of people that uh apparently tesla's saved some lives in california when they're fucking ripping trying to outrun forest fires which are going like Super fast. 40 miles, um, 60 kilometers an hour. Uh, Your conversion's a little off there. (laughs) Just respect to you being from the States and wanting to uh, put in the miles. Thanks, man. (laughs) The the people from the States, even here, and just like, yeah, it's about 40 miles on the sign. And I'm like... That sign says 40 kilometers, actually. Nah, man. Yeah, they don't know. They never heard of a kilometer in their life. Um, Most Americans are dumb like that. And you aren't because you have been world-traveled and... Yeah. Because yeah. I went to school and they taught us about the metric system, and I guess I paid attention that day. Which which year did you learn that? Was that university, like, third no, year? No, no, like... <laughs> we learned it all, like... God, we, we used it in science a lot, so I think... From probably like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, like through there, we started using it mm-hmm. for like science stuff, and then uh, yeah, in high school we used it, college I used it, so yeah. Everywhere else in the world uses it, so mm-hmm. use it a lot. How many places use miles? There's not just many. Japan. They go on the left I side. Took, of the I never road. really drove a lot in Japan. Like I always took the train. Uh, How long were you in Japan? I was there three different times for a month each time. What brought you back the second time? Uh, oh, you can just say you can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It what about was, the third time? It was all like for work, I guess you could say. So, mm. yeah. So you're hustling, is what you're saying. Yeah. We'll have to talk about it another time. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Hustling Chinese wheels. Nah, nah. Into Japan. Never a hustler like that, man. Nah. It's hard to carry wheels. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. Too big. (laughs) 
Okay, so you didn't drive much in Japan to remember if, if they it used was... miles or kilometers. Yeah, I don't remember. I bet they use kilometers, but I... they're on the left side of the road. Yeah, they drive on the wrong side of the road for me, anyways. Wrong. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, wrong. Yeah. Okay, you hear that? <laughs> the Japanese. Uh... The Japanese, the British, uh, Tanzania, New Zealand, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah, there's a lot of places that drive on the wrong side of the road. Nope. I, think I don't understand. A total it. of seven. I don't, I don't know out why. Out of every they, single place in the world, there's only there's seven that drive on the wrong side. I think so. Yeah, <sighs> something very small. But it's a large population that does it. Nope. No. No, because the largest populations: China, seven India. This, I feel like I got a good list. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'm gonna say seven or nine. Exactly. Um, what's that bringing on for? Mexico, no. Japan. Oh, the Japanese government president mm -hmm. um, reached out to Canada when we were blockading. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's... Uh, Go for it. <laughs> you are way off. Holy shit. 27. Uh, 76. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay, good for you. 34% of the world's population drives on the wrong side of the road, evidently. Whoa. Well, no. We clearly know what side is right. Well, the way the Americans do it is the correct way. <laughs> That's the, the way side Ford wanted it. In which... Oh, wow. There's a good idea or a good, like, basis on how we should establish who's right and wrong on the sides of roads. Yeah. Is it an issue? Is it an issue having two different... It's an issue for me, like, when I go to foreign countries and I go to get in the passenger side of the car and I end up being the driver and I'm like, ah, see, I'm in the wrong seat here. Because mm. the steering wheel is on the wrong side of the car. Looking at the wrong side of the road when you cross. So it, here and everywhere right is uh, you look left first and then you look right. Dude, I just, like, look both ways. <laughs> I don't really have a set direction. Maybe if I hear a car coming from one way, I'll look that way first or something. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not trained to be, like, right, then left. I just kind of, like, walk up to a street no matter where I am. See, I got a German efficiency background. And yeah. it's like, yeah, you, so the cars are usually coming from the right side. Yeah. So you look <laughs> left first. No, you look the right first. But. Ah, Germany. Yeah. The Japanese president uh, called out Canada and being like, what the fuck are you doing cutting those trees, dude? We, we started blockading and uh, that provincial governor, provincial leader got voted in. Well, one of his sayings was he was going to put a stop to all old growth cutting. And then he gave logging rights to Teal Jones, and then they're cutting. And then the Japanese government, just like, I think there's a letter or just a, a shout out. I don't know how they talk to each other. Just like, hey, bro. I bet the same politicians that did your emergency act are the same politicians that are like, yeah, let them log it, you know? Like, I bet you, you get rid of that problem, like those politicians, you'll be able to fix a lot of other problems that compound from them, like the logging, stuff like that. Because a lot of it's corruption. They get paid off. You know, they have lobbyists that come up to them and say, hey, we'll give you some donations if you vote this way or like help pass this through. And if you get rid of a lot of these corrupt politicians, I think it'll be a lot better for Canada with other issues like logging, environmentalism, like sustainable development, all that stuff. It's going to get better because you'll lose the corruption, hopefully.
Mm. I mean, there's always going to be some corruption, but when you guys can like start identifying it and calling it out better using the social media to like actually get it across, this just isn't about logging. It could be about this, this, and this. It's really going to help your cause in that way too. I think you guys are always so focused on like the trees that you lose sight of that same politician probably did like a hundred other things that are like wrong or immoral, you mm. know? And if you could call them out on all that, people would wake up to it a lot more. They'd be a lot more sympathetic to your cause instead of just saying like, this is the one issue I give a fuck about. Mm. You'd be like, it's for all of these reasons this guy did that. Yeah. And then you're going to have a lot more success. Putting a list together of all Yeah, because you're going to get a different like demographic. Not just the tree-hugging hippies that are like, yeah, save the trees. You know, that's a small minority. You it's need to expand small. it out, right? You know, like, really hey, small. this guy did this for the environment. He did this for your stupid traffic lights. Or, I, mean, I mean, there's a million reasons. Like, he did this kind of tax thing that screwed you over on your taxes for your business or whatever. It's only one problem. A little research. And it'll go so much farther. Like, people just always are like, I'm a vegan. So, like, vegan, vegan, vegan. Or I'm for the trees. Trees, trees, trees. Like, you got to get spread out, man. But those are the the laborers in our the 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 love side or like the light side, and they're like the ones who they because we need people to protect the trees now, but we also need people to plant some trees and gain some food and agriculture. But you shouldn't have to have needs. people outside protecting trees. Your politicians should just be like, hey, leave the fucking trees alone. But they're not. Yeah, exactly. So they're not representing you properly. Like, because I'm sure your average Canadian, if you were to actually like say, hey, if they would actually take the time to listen to what you guys are saying and said, hey, they're doing this to our old growth forest. It takes this many years for it to come back, if ever. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what it does to other animals in the environment. This is a big deal, right? You give them a little education, we'll definitely agree with you. Yes. But if you come across as like, we got to get out there and save the trees, you know, <laughs> like standing in front of the trees, chaining yourself to trees, people think you're lunatics. Yeah. So you got to like diversify a little bit and be like, yeah, we're doing it because of this. But like at some point you got to have people in power that are going to say, hey, we don't need to worry about having people out there protecting the trees because everybody knows we're not going to mess with the trees. Dude. See, it's a different mindset. You guys are like trapped in this mindset of like, I need help from this bigger people to help me with my small problem. But the reality is you got a lot of corruption up there you got to fix. And then you can like self-help. You can fix it locally because it doesn't need to go all the way up to the, you know, parliament to get fixed. It can get fixed at your local level. How do you... Well, this is so crazy, too, because we're only on one provincial guy, like, in the issues of these trees or... And everything else that he's done wrong or corrupt. And then all the separate people within their communities that you don't agree with what they're doing with the money that that guy had given. And then Justin Trudeau on top of that. Uh, How do you think we're, like... Because if no one was out there, those trees would be just gone. And then so they gotta, you gotta have those, the trees, they're just like, they're out there and they're just badass people that, uh, they, they do that job. And then, well, ultimately when you're out there too, you're like, you know, this is fucking endless until we sort out how like to make it, but who the fuck are the loggers? How dumb are they to keep showing up and being like, nah, man, we gotta cut these things. Like, and these people are fucking stupid. These people here, they're stupid. They don't even have a fucking big truck like me. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get there as fast as me. I mean, everybody's got to respect each other. I mean, there has to be logging. I mean, we all live in a house that has some kind of lumber in it. We're all guilty of using this, right? This resource. So in reality, it's like, how do we sustain sustainably log? How do we do this for a long term? Mm. 
And that just takes like foresight, you know, like people need to plan that out, say, okay, we're going to set this part of land up just for logging. You know, it could be hundreds of thousands of acres. I mean, Canada's huge, right? So it could be a large swath of Canada that they like sustainably develop. They always have trees getting planted. They're always in growth. There's always that cycle continuation. So that way, like the animals can migrate where the trees are getting bigger to the small. You know what I mean? Like you could make it work. People are like, it's because of greed, right? Everybody's trying to make money. And so they lose sight of the bigger goal. Mm. And they could all make a lot more money in the long run if they worked it out to where it was sustainable and it actually met the needs of all the people at an affordable rate. It can be done, but because of greed and businesses and bad politicians that let these laws get passed to allow the greed, then boom, there you go. In saying that, doesn't wouldn't all value of money just crumble once everyone has everything that they need? Because money is only valuable when things are scarce. So like... When people probably first came to Canada, Canada was like a wealth of like land, Apparently lumber, a fucking everything, right? A of tons of tons of animals. Yeah, I mean, it was like all amazing. those trees, it was like amazing place. It was so rich in resources, and they like used them, used them, used them, used them, and we're still here, you know. So like, we can do it sustainably. We can do it unsustainably and still survive it, but like, without the greed of the corruption we're still gonna have money like at the end of the day like we're still gonna have money even if we did it sustainably we can still have money you're still gonna have a job you're gonna still have goods and services that need to be exchanged you mm-hmm. can use money yeah i'm not saying uh well like if you're a money-driven person and you really want money and like you're worried about your money going away i don't know if that would happen but money that would be based on creating scarcity or like based on so the canadian dollar is based on what canadians do canadians are wanting to cut the trees collecting oil selling into other countries so that dollar has its value based on what the canadians value it and do with right it's a fiat currency it's not a real it's not gold backed it's not it has nothing backing it other than like our trust in it mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's so what a fiat currency is when that becomes well sorry it is unsustainable at the moment but when it becomes sustainable, then those dollars would kind of not even have as much value because they're backed on the fiat consumption of its very country. If the money loses its value, like that would be called like deflation, right? Probably, well, I don't know, it depends on if it's inflation or deflation. But like, anyways, if it loses its value, that means things are going to cost less too. Because your money's worth less, so things are going to cost less, mm. right? You would think if it's supply and demand based, if there's such a high supply and then the, the demand goes down, then the cost is going to go down. It's a direct correlation, right? Yeah. With the people dying. It's called like an inelastic supply curve is the proper economics term for it. Like it's inelastic supply and demand. It goes straight up and down. Like if there's a gas station across the street selling gas for two cents cheaper, you're going to go across the street, you know, like you're not going to pay more for something, Right. Yep. So like it's going to be the same thing with the wood if it's like if it's this kind of set price, nobody's going to pay more than that, so it's going to keep it low. It's going to be good. It'll help everybody in the long run. It's going to actually give you more money in your pocket because now you're not spending so much to build a house. With all the sustainable fucking yeah, trees growing and then the animals that are like keeping the whole thing just like growing better because they exist and they're a part of it and are necessary to keep it growing. Yeah. Which is all just down to like a 5% or something. Like, 
biodiversity it wouldn't numbers. take much to fix this problem is all i'm saying like you could probably fix this in a day if you just had some of the smart people in the room and said all right we're gonna fix this problem and that's how humans are like that's why i never worry about like you're like worried about the co2 levels and all this crap with the environment and the air we breathe it's like you know what if it becomes a problem humans will fix it we will fix that shit tomorrow like we'll get all the smartest people in the world together we'll fix it like we've done that for millennia we're always going to fix our problems like nothing's going to wipe us out like but the thing is what might have kept us in a one degree difference for 10,000 years after the last ice age was the balance that earth found before we had such a large population of people yeah that consume as much as we consume and have like just uh what is an analogy to describe what we've done and the amount of time we've done like our parents lifetime the 40 years we've just like a hundred times the amount of carbon 10 times 60 right so say that number's true let's just double it let's say it's like 500 times more right we're still here totally which causes so when we go to fix it and we haven't noticed it as a human being if you were to just walk down the road today versus 50 years ago you're never gonna know the difference don't you notice the difference in 10 years how hot it is in some places and how cold it is and how weird the weather is and how much less animals there are sometimes uh, have you not felt that nah, why I, not <laughs> Are you in denial? I've been living in like the equator for the past two years, basically. So it's always hot. Yeah, I I don't. Is it a little hotter? I don't know. I think it's the same. I think you know the Earth goes through cycles of hot, cold. Like the the Sahara Desert used to be a jungle. There's proof of that. Like every, I think it's every seven thousand years. Don't quote me on this. Go look it up yourself. But like, every <laughs> don't s- trust solo Google too. Like, go there. It's like uh, talk to people. Every seven thousand years or so, it cycles through and it becomes like a rainforest again. Like it takes a long time, but it's like seven thousand years, eh? Yeah. Hmm. That's a quick forest. No, I mean, but if you were alive, you wouldn't notice it. Like you would never notice that it was going or coming. Because it would be slow. Like if it took, uh, like from the time it got like fully up into a forest and it took 7,000 years to go back to sand and then like 7,000 more years to go back after the being coming sand again. 7,000 seems short. I bet it's a little I don't know. Like I said, go look it up. (laughs) It's some number. It's a lot of thousands of years. How long have we been around? 40? No. No, Evolving for like... Way more than that, man. Evolving for a long time. But but the, the communities are something that made wheat or that would plan for their futures or like make villages that supplied for themselves was like 40,000 the hell you know you know we don't know we don't have an accurate date because so how do we know about the fucking forests from like uh so like you can go <laughs> there, you can go look this up too. Like there used to be huge lakes in the where the Sahara Desert is now, and mm-hmm. so like this dry lake beds. Where so is the Sahara? It's in Northern Africa. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it kind of goes from like Morocco to Egypt. You know, like all the way mm-hmm. across Northern Africa. Sick. And uh, but like there's there's lake beds <clears throat> with fossils and stuff like that. They have remains to prove it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then they have some. Well, it would be equally as provable as the human thing because they're both equally not well, as accurate. It's harder because like 
I think like the oldest thing we've ever found is like 10,500 years BC. It's like a place in Turkey. What about, oh, what about Egypt? Yeah, like, so the stuff in Turkey is older than Egypt. Maybe the Sphinx is older, because the Sphinx is definitely way older than the pyramids. Like, when you go there in person and you look at the Sphinx, it looks like it has water erosion. Like, I'm not kidding. You can Google this too, but, like, yeah. if you look at the Sphinx in real life, it looks like it's been rained on a lot for, like, thousands of years and it has water erosion. And it's clearly a different style of erosion than what you see on the pyramids not far away. Yeah. So, like, anybody that looks at the Sphinx in real life is going to go, oh, it looks like it got rained on. Like, so... The Sphinx is older. We don't even know how old it is. Yeah, we don't really know how old the pyramids are either. Like, I really think that they don't have an accurate date for we that. We don't fucking know if people built them. <laughs> because if we don't know, maybe it was like how uh, long people were the Anunnaki or the Palladians or you know, who? The, the Grace, all those aliens, man. <laughs> what aliens? You never heard of the Anunnaki, dude? No. Planet X, all that craziness. You're the star child boy. You should know all No, this. I denied someone's telling me what I am. No, nah, it's all crazy conspiracy stuff. Like Planet X is like supposedly what caused the flood or something because it's some crazy brown dwarf star that comes through every like whatever thousands of years. <clears throat> so that... It's a conspiracy is true, theory. but then no, they no, have no, a conspiracy. I no, I don't even believe it. I don't think it's been proven scientifically. I think it's totally the Earth spherical. What do you think? Yeah, it's okay. well. I wouldn't say it's a perfect sphere, but it is a sphere-ish object. Yeah, it's round, man. It's not flat. Have you heard that they're stockpiling coal from uh, all over the world that they can, can get in China, and it's changing the mass on one side of the Earth. And so, therefore, like, the Earth is a sphere, but they're, they're moving so much mass to one side of the Earth that it's going to have Earth spinning, as it does, is going to have more of a whipping to it, and it's going, it's, it is throwing off our orbit. Orbit has natural precession, like, we're already at an angle, we're already spinning, we have a Total. wobble to us, right? So our when we bring... with a wobble. So if we, like, the things on it move a weight to one side, wouldn't that wobble change, too? Uh, you know, I think it, you'd do have you to do a lot of math on this. Like, yeah. there's some physics. You could do math. But I would say that the amount of mass required to, to induce a wobble on our planet would be... It would take every man working like an ant to move all the rocks over there like does that make sense or like, trains yeah i mean it would take for like 40 years it would take a lot and i don't know that i think it's uh, i'm not buying it i'm not buying it hold up so I mean, it was something that you could if you could prove it with some math i could believe it well but let's, otherwise no nah, it's just an idea no I, I don't think it's i can't think of anything that is the same example in real life so like if you had a twirling whirl thing uh, pin, I don't know what you call this. Pinwheel at a playground where you stand in the middle and then you, you so you're on it, you're the same mass. Yeah. But I don't know if this, that works. Or what about when you're spinning an egg and egg is spinning and then you can move weight of the egg onto the edge? Would. But that's gyroscopic precession. That's like what the proper the hell is science that? term for that, man. Gyroscopic proce- precession. Is the egg? Because when, when it's something's spinning, right, it creates its own uh, kind of like a gravity, right? It kind of its own stability. That's why they use gyroscopes to, like, tell planes if they're flying level back in the day. And, uh, yeah, but you can move them a little bit. 
and it'll just kind of like change it, but it'll still stand up because it's got the gyroscopic precession. It's like the inertia of it keeps it stable, even though it's changed its direction. How about a pinwheel and you take on one side like of the, the pinwheel, pinwheel you go when you blow on no no <laughs> oh i don't know what we call these things the one in inception how he knows he's not in a dream or he's in a dream oh the little spindle thing yeah okay tournesol maybe is i don't know what you would call it man. Yeah. spindle it's a spinny thing <laughs> hourglass looking sort of yeah but we all know what you're talking about yeah reverse hourglass yeah yeah so if you took one side of it and then you put it onto another side, dude, it would fuck shit up. I, it's got to. With, with the, because it spins very evenly because the mass is very symmetrical. And then if you move... It spins, it spins evenly because he's in a dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. He hasn't woken up yet. That's sorry Hold to spoil up. the movie for you, but it's all a dream, bro. Dude, sorry to spoil. <laughs> I don't want to spoil Marley in me, but the dog dies. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? No, I've never seen it. It seems Dude, sad. Seems it's a. Uh, like, like watch it for yourself. Isn't Find that Owen Wilson in there? Find out. Is that Owen Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like Owen Wilson. Yeah, my buddy was telling me that the dog dies in the whole movie. It's like, how could the dog die? It doesn't make sense. And it doesn't, like, you gotta watch it, like, to really find out. No, I like, like, uh, Wedding Crashers with Owen Wilson. That used to be my favorite movie for years, man. I just love that movie. <laughs> I always, the first time I saw it, it gave me a perception that, like, there is a massive amount of sexuality that can happen when you just say the right things to people, and you can then just take advantage and the world's just easy and because I had blonde hair too and <laughs> I'm on Wilson and yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that because he doesn't seem like a bad guy he seems like a good guy he's just doing a hey he's a good energy man he's doing his thing he's and just out there having a apparently good time apparently that just it's as easy as that you don't get beat up because you show up to a wedding and no one actually fucking knows you <laughs> you don't uh, I mean they always did their homework man <laughs> All right, buddy. Oh, I forget. Uh, yeah, I forget that part. All right, buddy. So this guy's getting married to this Asian girl. This Asian girl's connected to the mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. But yeah, man, with the environment, like, I think it's going to be all right. I think, yeah, we do make some toxic, nasty shit that we really shouldn't do. But... Like what? Like, I mean, if you look at factories that make, like... Plastic bottle bottles? Plastic bottles, yeah. I make, I use that analogy all the time. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look at, like, look at the automotive industry. Look, research how many gallons of fresh water is required to make an automobile. Mm. It's so much fresh water. And, you know, we're always here. There's not enough fresh water. We're having these water, you know, like, water's the, water's the war of the future, right? People are going to be fighting over water soon is, like, what people say. What do you think of that? I think there's water everywhere. And I think, like, there's water in the ocean. Fucking. They say, oh, well, it's not cost-effective to do desalination, right? Well, I'm not buying it. Like like I said, if we have a real problem, we'll get all the smart people together. They'll fix it. We're not going to have a water problem. Like, I think it's a, an artificial problem, an artificial scarcity in order to control the population. So what the fuck? So if everything is solvable, which I'm down. I love that idea. Yeah, it's I optimistic so. as hell. And it is. It's reality. Where the fuck... Where's all the worry coming from? 
from your government telling you you need to be afraid, Sorry. telling you you need to be like worried about this group of people because they're different than you, you know? Scientists too, it's right? It's like, like the way you make fun of the loggers because they got a big pickup truck, you know? Like to you, that's dumb and stupid, right? For them, that they need that truck to get to work because they have to drive up crazy dirt roads. I and you can't do that in a Prius. That I'm just going to say dumb. it. You can't do it in a Prius. My dad cuts trees on his property with his F-350 and... <laughs> See, there you go. And like it's... He's got a diesel dually in the backyard. I cut them too. Because you and need firewood. Need firewood, and we're like processing them, and we're getting like a better view. And like, what the fuck? You're just cutting trees to yeah, get a better such view. Such a hypocrite, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're all hypocrites, right? Like, I think that's life. People all have to realize that you know we're all guilty of something. So all guilty of, or okay, we could just flip it. Say we're all guilty of something. Like, why are we all guilty? No, then we're not guilty of anything because we're all guilty of something. No one's guilty of anything. Why would we look at it that way? We're all just fucking human. Awesome. Yeah. Love ya. Yeah, we're just humans, man. We're just floating around space on our giant spaceship, you know? I love that idea. Yeah. I never thought of it, but just go ahead and think of the ozone layer. Ozone? <laughs> the atmosphere. Atmosphere. <laughs> Atmos. <laughs> Look at the atmosphere as a windshield, and you you are fucking whipping around. And what what? It's way crazier than a you car. Know, you know what always gets me off feeds about you like, too. Yeah, we're on like a living spaceship that's like consciously aware and taking care of us as we travel through space. Like it's literally self healing, just like we our bodies are. Like. And it's taking care of itself as it takes care of us as we get like whisked through space at super high speeds. Like, think about it. It's crazy. Yeah. So are we killing each other because we're we're killing each other in the past because we're scared that why did we ever do that in the past? Like are we're we scared of each other. It was com- or competition for resources. Like, hey, my village needs more farmland. You guys aren't even doing it right over there. You don't want to be friends with us and let us help you teach you how to make better farmland. So you know what? I'm not going to let my kids die because you're a fucking retard. So guess what? We're going to have to go to war over that land. Mm. So I think scarcity of resources, that would cause it. That actually... And that, boom, tribalism. And then it's just genetic. For thousands of years, we've been doing that. So like as a species, we love fucking war. Like we love fighting. That's why we still to this day have conflicts and are arguing people over their language or religion or whatever their difference is. Holy crap. It's because it's in our DNA, man. It's just who we are. Scarcity has become less and less. So then the necessity for the fighting seems stupider and stupider. Nobody wants war anymore. Like, nobody wants war with Russia, Ukraine, all that stuff that's going on now. Nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. Nobody on either side wants that. Well, no one wants the police to show up at Very Creek or the police to show up at the fucking capital. Nobody wanted the police in Ottawa, you know? People were just out there peacefully doing their thing. You didn't need police to come out there and rile them up or kick them out. So what the fuck is... What's the big issue? Why... It's control. So at this point, it's become control. So it's like the government just wants control of all of its people. And that's what all these COVID lockdowns are. Just control. It's not actually fixing anything or making... It didn't slow down the cure. Like, two weeks to flatten the curve is what they told everybody in America, you know, two years ago. Yeah. And then the lockdown in lasted Canada. for two years, right? Until people were just kind of like, fuck it, I've had enough. Obviously, I'm not getting sick. The so Canada doesn't work. Well, I, mean, I mean, Florida. I think we have to think. Uh, over a year ago, it was oh. like, no masks, no none of that. We're done with it. And they were one of the first in the country to kind of be like, hey, we're done with all this. I think Texas was the first. <sighs> okay, hold up. Were they the first? Let's find out who made hockey here. Um, oh, it was Alaska. 
Maybe. I'm open to it. Yeah, Let's no, get some research. Knows. It's probably the Russians. Okay. Did, I don't know who did make hockey. That's good. I'll bet it was the British. <laughs> but they the didn't French. like Keith knocked out. The French. No, nah, no. Nah, they're not tough enough to play hockey. Uh, are you comfortable? You gotta go pee or anything? No, I gotta go pee. But, uh, it's beautiful. I was gonna say, what do you know about. Was it Sweden that just, like, doesn't have COVID lockdown rules? Yeah, they didn't do anything, man. They didn't do, like, the masks. They didn't do the quarantines. So they just ignored it from day one. They didn't They didn't do, like, a Florida or a Texas. I do think they went big into the vaccines there eventually. Like, I'm pretty sure they made people get vaccines, like, or you're going to lose your job. Or you can't go to college if you don't have this vaccine. I'm pretty sure they did that. But, uh... Which again, it's all about control, right? Like, why are they forcing you to have it? It's your body, your choice, you know? Like, that's what people used to always say in America, especially with women's rights movements, with abortion and such. They'd say, it's my body, my choice. Who are you to tell me what I do to my body? But now that's kind of gone because it's for the greater good. Tech, not in all of the states, right? What? Not all the states don't allow abortion, right? I think it's changing, but yeah, I mean, abortion's legal in America still. Yeah, which is good. If that's your opinion, sure. <laughs> I gotta move you. Alright, do it. I need a cigarette. <sighs> I was thinking about this because I was recording myself solo podcasting. Uh-huh. That's pretty difficult. It's crazy. It's hard to like fill the fill the time, I guess. Yeah, and then when link. you can't Do you script it at all? Do you like make a list or anything? If I was doing it solo, I would I would have a, like a rough outline. It wouldn't be mm. scripted, right? But I would have bullets like talking points yeah uh i should <laughs> yeah prior planning prevents piss poor performance so i seem to like oh no i i have done that but uh then this time i'm like yeah don't need it i i got it in my mind but so i did it when i was high the other day and then it didn't i didn't hit any of the points i was just on a too high other place <laughs> but then i don't know if people people are weird man yeah i mean there's stoners out there they're on the same level as you they'll get it they they understand and then they just like they're like that's my favorite episode man <laughs> i listen to it before i yeah. sleep i listen to it while i rip the bong fuck yeah dude rip the bong for us smoke the ganja okay how do we bring up abortion <laughs> how did that we brought it up as a law okay we brought up yeah, yeah, you were pretty pro-abortion. I think so. You think so? Abortion? Like, are you, are you cool with that? Yes. Yes. All right, I'll give you another question. Do you think the man has, should have a right to choose? The man? Yeah. Holy crap, man. This is... That's such a trip. It's it such is. a trippy question. It's a question for me to, like, morally, ethically think about, right? Like, should a man have an equal say... In the rights of that child's life should the father how there's so many different situations too that people get into because it's technically half his right you mean he was at the party he helped make the prize you know so yeah like, party or like the fucking ceremony of everything that makes everything you've ever thought some people did that yeah to make you and i have thought of this because i thought of like sure Oh, you find someone you'd like. Imagine, oh, because I think of really dark stuff. Okay, go for to, it. To feel good. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes. Because if you think of the darkest shit, 
you then feel a little better about your average day. Like <laughs> at least I didn't do that. <laughs> the, your favorite people dying or you and the worst shit. And so I was like, okay, so you find someone super nice, which like is a great idea. Super nice, uh, someone who you would love to procreate with and it's super great and everything is fucking perfect. And then you do procreate. I've always thought about, you don't actually know if it's gonna survive, but even maybe d darker and this same topic, just like, they just flip the switch. They're like, no, I'm, I'm gonna abort this child that <sighs> then there's two sides to it. Did you just perceive the whole thing and it's your fault for even feeling hurt about it? Or so is like, it actually happening that... A girl comes up to you that you really like, right? You guys have been dating, obviously hooking up for a while to the point where she's pregnant. And she comes up and says, hey, I'm going to have a, an abortion. And you say no. And she goes out and does it anyway, right? There's nothing you can do to stop that, right? You can't yep. be like, hey, just have it. I'll take it. We don't have to talk ever again. You'll never see it. You'll never see me. Just give it to me. Mm -hmm. You don't get that choice, right? But like she does. And you're not allowed to question it. Is that fair? <sighs> My whole is... point is, is I don't agree with abortion as birth control. As birth control? Right. Like I think a lot of people use oh. abortion as a form of birth control. I don't want to have this baby. So I'm going to have it killed, right? I think that's pretty or Our weak. family's too affluent. You're young. We can't have the neighbors know that you're pregnant at 16. So you're going to have an abortion. That's pretty weak. Yeah, it's terrible, right? If you think about it that way. Like, uh, that's... Like, a girl gets raped. She doesn't want to have the baby. Okay. I can understand, like, mm. mentally where she's at. That's really... Because that's a dark place to be, right? Challenging. Good job getting down that dark hole and thinking but, about it. Nice one. <laughs> Is she right, though? I mean, is that evil that's been done to her, is it justifiable for her to have so much hate towards what's in her that she kills that, too? Because it is a living thing. So when they... When they... Like, are it. vegans okay with abortion? I wonder if that, you know, like, <laughs> they're all, like, pro-animal rights, right? Yeah. If, you know, we're all animals, according to a lot of these people that have no, like, religion, right? They just think we're animals. Like, I think a lot of people that are atheists just kind of see us as another animal on the earth, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if life is life, you think vegans are pro-life or, like, they don't give a fuck. There's so many different levels of vegan, too. No, no. There's only vegan. If you're a vegan, you know what I'm talking about. I need to get vegan off of my Tinder profile because I think I might have pissed them off. Are you off. the world's worst vegan? Having it. I met a chick once and we were sitting down at this place to eat and it was like, they serve meat. Like, they you had meat, meat or meat. Like, that was in Egypt and you're only going to get They meat. serve meat there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I ordered, I think it was like, uh, like lemon butter chicken or something. Like, that's what it was. And, uh, she ordered it. No, no, no. I was like, this is what I have. She, like, showed up. My friend actually, like, blind dated me. He showed up with this girl and was just like, hey, Phil, meet this girl. She's going to have dinner with you kind of thing. And I was like, oh, all right. And uh, so it was chicken. And I was like, you're not vegan, are you? And she's like, oh, I'm the world's worst vegan. It's okay. And she totally ate the chicken, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where that saying came from. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to go down the scary route. Of abortion? <laughs> <laughs> no. When you meet a vegan that like really chews you out and uh i call them just... evangelical vegans 
they like are proselytizing that shit like it's Jesus. They're like, you, you need to be vegan. You're a bad person because you're not vegan. Like, I cannot stand vegans. Like that, that is if people taking away people's freedom more than twice. Then you you become like a evangelical vegan in my eyes, and what I'm is just like, e- shut the fuck up. What is evangelical? I'm trying to sell it to you. Say, oh. it's like a religious thing. Like the people are trying to give you Jesus. That's like evangelical from the south. America, Bible Belt, you'll get it. But they, like, they, that's the word they said for that. Yeah, 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 it's called evangelicals. Yeah. Okay, yeah, door to door people. Yeah, so like that's how a lot of vegans are now, and it just totally turns me off of being vegan whatsoever because I'm just like, don't force it on me. Like, live by example, right? Don't just be like, you need to do this too because I'm doing it. Let it thrive by yeah. example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I joined some people in that way because I was vegan in Australia. Well. I had the Great Barrier Reef in Cairns. Yeah. And they had the debut of Chasing Coral there. And uh, I just went and watched it. And I'm just like, yeah, documentary, cool. About like some stuff. Watched it. And it's like, yeah, it's about the Great Barrier Reef bleaching, which I know you have some ideas on what the coral reefs are actually doing in a, another fake theory. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's just that documentary. It was really cool to watch the colors, but then the colors were fading as the coral was turning to bones. And then after I just felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> That's why people don't like to watch those documentaries. But I think they're a side of things that people should watch and consider some science in all documentaries. I don't think people are lying you know the biggest source of pollution I've seen in the ocean in the past two years is absolutely 100% the masks. I see them everywhere. Oof. And it's disgusting because they're getting snagged on all the reefs. They have the little straps on there, you know? Mm. Like I'm literally seeing them everywhere. And I don't know how fast they biodegrade or if they do. Some of them I'm sure will. But, like, those things are everywhere in the ocean right now and it's disgusting. Like, yeah. ugh. Do you see them really deep? Yeah, you see them everywhere because they do sink, right? So you'll see them like at the bottom, like literally just littered. Still, and you're like, ugh. In good form? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like normal shape, right? Like just as dirty as when you took it off your dirty face. <laughs> yeah, and threw it in the ocean or threw it in the trash that ended up in the ocean, right? Like you've made the whole entire population of the planet pretty much try to pick up one of these or feel guilty for not having it so it became like this it clothing item to have dude boxes of them like yeah I mean people are making their kids wear them which is disgusting in and of itself you fucking go into one place and you don't have one and they're like here have one like, dude I just let me in here yeah and if the (laughs) virus was so contagious you handing me that mask to breathe out of like what if you have the virus on you Right? See, now you just gave me the virus by trying to stop the virus. Like, it's just this... uh, It makes no sense. I hung out with a blockader yesterday. He's down here, and uh, he's down here with his daughter, and he's just a guy who went through the same stuff, and so we're just venting at each other, and I vented this... Because he hasn't been traveling, and he's been in society, and he has... Like, he's he's open, but he is not... uh, as we think for ourselves a lot because we are by ourselves and we're doing whatever the hell we want to a huge degree different from so many people. Yeah. And then I just remember when masks first came out and then I just think about stuff myself and I'm like, just like Santa Claus, I've just figured it out. You just can't give me that. You can't touch it with your hand. You just touch the fucking... Like, if it transfers the way you think without hand sanitizer, you just touch that doorknob and you touch your mask. It's done. <laughs> you're, like, you're going to get it. Cross-contamination, right? People have forgotten about this. 
it doesn't it doesn't add up so why the fuck are you getting so mad at me but then someone the daughter actually said uh there is like a a small small i don't know who proved this probably the mask company or anyone pro vaccine yeah don't let me say that but they said there's a small percentage that it helps who the fuck how do you how the fuck did they figure that out? Or like, who the fuck did say that? It's like, hey, there's a 3% uh, extra benefit if you do wear the mask. Oh, 3%? From protecting yourself. Oh, like, that's I great. Think, because the virus has a 99 point, like what? Not, let's just say a 99% survival rate, which we know it's higher than that. Mm, so if you wear a mask, you just drop it 3%. I mean, it, there's, there's no math that adds up to the meaning you need to wear a mask, right? Like, we all know that the virus, the size of the virus is like 0.01 microns, right? And that's smaller than any mask can filter. It's just not meant to be, man. Like, those masks... Any just, mask? No. Nah, like, you would literally have to be wearing, like, a real, like, chemical warfare weapon mask. Like, they mm. issue the military with a full face seal. Maybe and those don't filter what you exhale. They only filter what you inhale, right? So it's just like, you would literally have to be wearing those in order to prevent probably getting this virus. And then when you took it off, you'd have to go through a contamination line just as if you've been hit by some type of, like chemical nerve agent or some craziness right like you'd have to go through a decontamination line yeah and that's the only way to like actually not be getting it if you was truly because it's an airborne aerosolized virus no mask is really going to stop it it's a joke and i really kind of feel like the whole thing's a scam because like think of all the airline pilots and flight attendants bro they would have all dropped dead like the first week if this virus was really as severe as it was because they, they weren't wearing masks they probably got sick but it wasn't yeah but that's the, the survival point. rate is yeah high. and then now you have natural immunity right like bro. when i was a kid i had to go get uh chicken pox from my cousins like we all went to my cousin's house and got the chicken pox or whatever you know because like that's what you did before they had the vaccine so like now I'm naturally immune to chicken pox. I can go around people with chicken pox. I won't have a reaction because I have natural immunity. Like we've forgotten about that as a society. We like, oh, we have to have a vaccine. Well, no, what about natural immunity? It's true, it's real. Our bodies can fight this. But I don't even think we did. I think people thought of it, but they just didn't speak up. I think people were enough. afraid. They I didn't, just didn't know. I didn't they speak were up uninformed. Enough. I fucking wore masks. I never wore it. As little as I could. The only time I wore them is like when I'm on a plane and I have to fucking wear it or they're going to kick me off the plane. Yeah, I look away and and I take them down. And honestly, like what I usually do is I put my head on the tray table, like I'm taking a nap and I pull it down and I just spend the whole flight like that because, yeah, I hate the fucking mask. makes my beard smell like shit real quick. Mm. Teeth feel like they're gaining plaque, like, real fast. It's all the bacteria from your mouth getting exhaled and then trapped and then rebreathed. And your lungs, right? Oh, it's like, got to be terrible for you. You're pulling shit out of your body that you don't want anymore and, and nobody trying to get it out. Mask. The only people that are wearing them is because they're afraid they're going to lose their job. And the reality of it is just that. Like, if people were told tomorrow, you're not going to lose your job, there'll be zero consequences for you if you take your mask off. I bet you would see mask wearing drop by, like, 90% overnight. Mm. I really believe that. It'd be a party. Yeah. We had that in Canada. Finally. We, <laughs> like, no, I mean, it in the middle or something. They, they fucking took it away, and then they brought it back. And oh, really? like, I didn't know that. That's dude. And then, like, I it mean, raised. The numbers went up. I think it's, like... Put them back on. Wearing the mask is, like, going to the voting booth and casting your ballot. 
you're voting for something when you wear that mask and you walk outside your house. You're voting for, yes, COVID's real. Yes, I like the mandates. Yes, I like the restrictions. Yes, I like this new normal of COVID and everything, right? Just take the mask off. It's saying, no, I'm done with that. I'm voting against that bullshit. I'm done with it. Like, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not playing your quarantine rules. I'm not doing all this, Mm -hmm. you know, vaccine passports to go to Walmart. Like, fuck that. You should just be able to go to Walmart. Or literally your friend's restaurant. 80, 90% vaccinated or some crazy high amount. Like, Mm -hmm. your average Canadian's got multiple vaccines. And you know what? The only thing that uh, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated have in common is they're not vaccinated. Because if you're vaccinated, you have to get your booster. Otherwise, you lose your vaccination status, right? If you don't get your booster every six months, then you're the same as if you've never had a vaccine. You can't go shopping. You can't go to the grocery store. Dude, your friend's restaurant. Yeah. Like, down the road. Seriously, you're voting for a system that's only taking away your rights. And you never need to give up your rights in order to get more rights. That's not how the world works. You don't give up freedom to get more freedom. Freedom? Give up your freedom of assembly. Don't go here. You can't travel there. You can't go to a restaurant. Give it all up, and then maybe we'll give you your rights back later. And it's been two years. People haven't gotten their rights back. And that's why these truckers are in Canada going straight to Ottawa. January, February, March? Is it going to be... It's going to be March soon. Is it, that's two years. Yeah. Wow. Because I was wondering if it was going to be three. Uh, time. No, it's not going to be three. I think... By year three, COVID's done. Like, they, they failed. I think they tried to roll it out. They tried to make it work. They're rolling it out for sure, buddy. And th- there's proof of that in Canada. Them fucking pushing back on what? People doing nothing? People? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of my quotes from my buddy walking around in his videos, he's like, because Trudeau was like, these uh, rebellious, dangerous people... And he, he uses that, and then he goes out and he's walking around. He's like, with a Canadian accent, hello, oh, hi. And the kid's like, hi. And it's like bouncy castle in, literally I in the still, background. I mean, it may not be true, but I'm just going to go ahead and believe it anyways that uh, Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's father. Did I tell you? You did. But I'm yeah. still going to believe it. <laughs> I'm sticking to my story. I Why? like it. I think it's a great conspiracy. It makes me happy to think about, so I'm going to just keep believing it. We'll go into it. Why is it good? Uh, I mean, it's just kind of funny to think about the dates that his mother was like in the, in Cuba. They kind of line up with the dates of his conception. There's pictures of during this exact same time of his mother standing beside Fidel Castro with a mm. shit-eating grin on her face. And he's pretty smiley, too. Like, mm. you know, when people just fucked, they got that smile. Mm. So, I don't know, man. Maybe it's maybe it's real. I like the conspiracy of it anyway. Fidel Castro? I want to see some DNA testing. <laughs> Fidel Castro's just like, okay, now we, dead, get, now we get the picture together. And, uh, and like, you know. Because we fucked. This is we like. We get this. Smile big. If, no, but they're happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, for just, me as an American, sense. like, the whole Cuban Missile Crisis was in, like, you know, back in those days. And, like, Cuba was the enemy back then. And it's just, like, why would Trudeau be hanging out with a guy that's communist? Back when communism was, like, you know, like, during Vietnam, we had Vietnam to stop the spread of communism. Because we didn't want the Russians spreading communism all around the world. What was going on there? What do you mean, what was well, going yeah, on? Why the hell were so they going So why were they going out? to communist Cuba to hang out with a dictator... That well, enslaves his people. What was the time? Was it actually actually? It was in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Was, was it after, after was though? And then it's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're cool, Cuba. Or did he die and then that ended, or something? I mean, how did he Cuba's die? Cuba's still communist. Yeah, he's dead. How did he's he dead. die? Old age. <laughs> he's oh. old as fuck. Oh. Yeah, and uh, he looks so good in his photos. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've not fucking looked at it. You probably yeah, look have. into it, man. Look into it. It might be real. 
I I'm just saying know someone who was there. Yeah, 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 but they weren't in the bedroom. They don't know. They no, they weren't. That's very true. No, but no, anything's real. Okay, so then that's real. Well, how does that affect anything? <laughs> it just shows he's a commie dictator, just like his oh, dad. Oh shit! Get it? He wants I to lock down the people. I believe he wants it, yeah. them to do exactly what he says when he says it. And if you don't, guess what? Emergencies act. Boom. Now you guys are getting arrested. You're losing your bank accounts. That's called a fucking dictator. Mm. That's not a prime minister. Prime minister listens to the people. Governed by the consent of the governed is the idea in the political science term of it, right? Like the people give consent to be governed by these rulers. But they have to do what the people say. And if they don't do what the people say, then the people have the right to protest and say, get the fuck out of office because we tell you what to do, not the other way around. You're not a king. You do what we ask you. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking but good people leader. have lost sight of this idea. Because they don't teach that in school anymore, I guess. Or they don't teach it firmly enough that it sticks in kids' heads when they grow up and they go, Hey, I don't need to listen to a king. I can be my own king in my own castle, right? I was just thinking of uh, this inspiring girl. Uh, one of the most inspiring girls of the tree blockade. And I was like, what the fuck is so inspiring about this person? Like, what are they trying to do? And it doesn't feel like it's egotistic how now I, I even really respect this person and everyone does. What I realized is this person is simply doing what's right and being like, let's do, hey, like their ideas is like the right thing. So it was like recently spearheading an idea to go clean up a mess that the police kicked us out and didn't let us clean up messes. We would get arrested and then they made a big mess and then they would take pictures to say, look at the mess we left. So now, just because we don't want the mess on the mountain, let's go, let's go clean it up. No problem. And then, so this person just has, who's telling on you? Like if you go out to the wilderness of Canada to clean some shit up off the side of a mountain, who's ratting you out and saying, hey, there's a bunch of kids going up there to clean up. You better arrest them. It was during the time when we were living there, or uh, so you're basically illegally living there in their eyes because yes. they say you don't have the right to protect these trees or be in this yeah. natural area. Yeah, you're in the area that these workers need to work 50 meters. You're in the 50 meter range. You can be arrested. So are you going to leave? Or are you going to get arrested? Ugh, gross. And then we have all our stuff, and it's like you fucking leave right now, <laughs> or. And then it just gets messy. And then now there's an area we can't go back or we're going to get arrested. Yeah. In the direct time where people really wanted their stuff back, people are losing stuff. They fucking, the police seize it and give it to the logging company. What the fuck is going on there? Who's the police really serving? Who, well, <laughs> well yeah. we know. It all comes back to like the politicians, man. They're making these laws, they're making these, and they're making those guys enforce it. And then these police have a lack of education, obviously. They don't know what they're enforcing, or else they wouldn't be enforcing it. They actually don't. A few of them come up and they're like, what's going on here? Or they don't care because they just care about their paycheck, right? For them, it's a, a little job. bit of both. It's a way to pay for like their house, their toys, right? So they don't crazy. really care about the actual justice of it all. God damn it. <laughs> Stupid dogs. <laughs> so. Yeah, some of them are just like, oh, that dog is distracting me, actually. Yeah, they're not going to be sleeping at this one. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh, noisy. Man. Yeah, true. He's got to go. COVID's got to go. And people need their freedom back. So once you have freedom, can you get more freedom? 
it only like kind of gets taken away and then we notice and then we're like yo no, no, freedom it again it please. doesn't get taken away you surrendered it you gave it up like you willingly we said fucking forget oh, okay. or something oh, it's okay you can do that we forget because you didn't fight for it like you have to actually like not physically necessarily but like vocally go out like the truckers did can't they have to fight for your freedom that's what they were doing so that's what we're, oh we're still in it buddy this is like when did they let <laughs> go Five days ago? I mean, they the whole thing started, like, in the beginning of February, right? So it's been yeah. going on, like, a month. Yeah. And so they've, re- re- like, released most of the mask mandates and restrictions, which is good. Did they? Yeah. What? I think all but one territory in Canada. What? Or province, whatever you guys call it. Oh, what? <laughs> province and territories. Yeah. yeah. So... I think Buddy all one calls about, the Emergency Act, but all the provincial people Ottawa lifted today, it. lifted it. I think Ottawa lifted it today. I think I read that. What? Yeah, they lifted, like, everything. The mask mandates, everything in Ottawa today or something. So that... So whoever province did that first, whatever, they lifted the idea that you need masks or... Um, A vaccine passports. passport, yeah. <laughs> What'll be interesting to see is, like, um, in a few months, if we're going to still need vaccine passports to travel or PCR tests, or if they're just going to drop everything. Depends on the country. But I'm just thinking, it's because COVID's global. Like, I think it's not... I think these a lot of these presidents are kind of being told what to do. Like, hey, you're going to lock your country down. You know? Walmart's in Mexico and Canada and America and in probably China. So then they do, they're like so powerful throughout all of them. And they're like, hey, guys, you fucking do what we say. Yeah, I got kicked out of a couple of Walmarts in America when this all first happened. And they were trying to make everybody wear masks before it was a law. Yep. And uh, before it was a lot, it was yeah. dirty games. So it was like the corporations were telling the people, "Hey, if you want to shop in our stores, you have to wear a mask." And it was like forcing the mask on the people because nobody would wear it. So then they're like, "Oh, well, I can't go to get groceries. I can't go to Walmart unless I put on this stupid mask. So I better go buy a mask." So they made people buy into this scam, right? And because uh, nobody wanted it, nobody really wanted it to put on a mask. Yeah. So now everybody's wearing a mask, but we need to take them off. Just throw them in the trash. Except again. Canada. Well, Canada's taken them. America doesn't really wear them that much. I mean, like no. maybe New York. Throughout America, it was pretty juicy, man. I didn't wear it much. Yeah, and I haven't been in America much the past few years, but so then where I stay in Florida, it's pretty chill. They're fucking wearing them here in the heat and oh. outside on the Malacan biking by yourself in a beautiful place. Swimming alone in the ocean in Egypt by the police there. They were like whistling at me and I just pretended like I didn't hear them. And they were waiting for me when I got out of the ocean. And they're like, you can't be in the ocean. The ocean's closed because of COVID. And I said, I'm alone swimming like 100 meters offshore. Like, I don't even know how you saw me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, leave me alone. Like, how am I going to get anybody sick? Like, I'm in the ocean, man. Do they have AR-15s or whatever? What? Did the police have AR-15s? In Egypt? No. Most of them just have like like a pistol. Yeah, they, like, they don't wear bulletproof vests. They're pretty chill police there. They're pretty nice. Like, cool. they have tourist police that come up to you. Like, they look more like a sailor. Like, they're wearing white. Yeah. And then, like, where That's I was nice. at in the Sinai, they did have a lot of military there. At, like, they had military checkpoints and stuff for you to leave town. Um, because there's, like, a lot of terrorism in the northern Sinai. So, like, they have big checkpoints by all the towns. So not anybody can just drive into the town. Terrorism. Like, yeah, it's a real thing. Like, from... In, in Egypt? Yeah, yeah, there's From, like ISIS and shit there. Like, they'll cut your head off because you're a Christian in Egypt in some places. But it's like really rare, man. Like, I think it's still Egypt is probably one of the safest countries in the world to go to. Like, I would never uh, be scared at night sleeping in Egypt. 
Like, it's very safe. Yeah. Yeah. You could take your kids there. Like, take your whole family. You could let your five year old kid go out at midnight and walk down the street in Egypt and, like, go buy something from the store and come home, and you're not going to worry about it. Like, that's how safe Egypt is. It really is. Cool. So, yeah, I've never heard anything bad about it. Yeah, I love Egypt. It's good people there. It's a unique place. It's awesome. It's like yeah, a you madness do love that it. works. It's craziness. Hell yeah, it works if the kids can be safe and the like, police don't have AR-15s. Crossing like, the street in Cairo is like the scariest and funnest thing in the world to do, man. Like, there's like 10 lanes of traffic going like 60 kilometers an hour and they don't slow down and it's all almost bumper to bumper and you're literally doing frogger and there's cars going past you like 60 kilometers an hour like you're in between lanes and cars are like behind you in front of you like it's it's crazy dude and you're just like weaving through the traffic and there's probably other frogs right like other people and you're like oh now you make eye contact like a couple of cars back with one of the drivers and you like make good eye contact with them and maybe throw your hand up to point at him and then he knows that you see him like and if you make eye contact then you can get in front of him yeah i mean but if you don't make eye contact coming through the other he, like, way does this looks away you don't get in front of that car he's gonna run you over <laughs> <laughs> have you been to india no i've never been apparently that's so i said in uh, ho chi minh city in vietnam yeah yeah similar but there's Saigon. a mo- their motor yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's what it used to be called for the world. Yeah, there's some there's some dudes that, that are like Saigon lives. Yeah, Saigon yeah, number yeah. one. Ho Chi Minh City. Alright, anyways, what about Ho Chi Minh City? Just like that, traffic, but yeah. not because it's motorcycles. Ah, uh, this is cars, bro. Well, there's yeah. motorcycles too. They're in between the cars. I don't know what to yeah, so it's just they're like lanes gong show. Yeah, it's insane. But then someone but told me India is their craziest that they'd seen. So then I'm wondering what the comparison is between Egypt, no, Cairo, and is that Egypt? Yep. Yeah. Egypt and India. And what city in India? I don't I don't know. India's A lot of big cities in India. You know, I bet they have just as many cities that are like, God, they probably have like 10 Cairos in India. Do you know anything about India? I know a little bit. Because we talk about like... America and China being kind of uh, superpowers or like they're doing their different things. China is not a superpower. I fully disagree with that. What is a superpower? They have no global reach. China has no navy. Yeah, they might have nuclear weapons, but like they don't have a military that they can like go post up like we can, like America can anyways. You know, like we can send five aircraft carriers and like so many people overnight. China doesn't have that capability. They don't have as many aircraft carriers. They don't have a blue water navy. Do they have an ocean? They have some submarines, but like China's like pff, the least of your worries. What is uh, on the bottom, uh, the southeast? They they touch ocean, right? China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China touches the ocean. Yeah. What the hell is that's the the Pacific, Pacific Ocean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're like go from like Korea, Vietnam, up all the way up to Russia, yeah, and yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 China's big man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then I'm wondering, like, what's going on in India? Because they got the... They're in between. Or wait, are they the most? Are they the most? They're the most people. I no, think no, China no, no, has China. more people than India. And then there's India. But then I don't hear anything bad going on. So China and India hate each other. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They're constantly, like, literally, like, in the mountains between the border. So the Chinese, they're notorious for, like, at night, they'll just, like, move the fence five feet forward. And then tomorrow night, they'll move another five feet, like, you know, two meters forward. Whoa. And so um, China kept doing this, and India was just like, hey, and they have some pact where they can't carry guns on their border. 
the militaries. So they used sticks and stones. And they were on top of a mountain, and like I think like 60 Chinese soldiers got thrown off the top of the mountain by the Indian soldiers. Like this was like a year, year and a half ago. Thrown? And yeah, they literally were like killing each other. Like it was lots of people died this day from the fighting, but they were literally beating each other with clubs and throwing each other off the sides of the cliffs to kill each other. The Chinese and Indians. Yeah. They hate each other. Well, well, what the fuck, China? The border's there. Chill the fuck out. How much more room you need, motherfuckers? Oh, that's just it. China has this like. Uh, idea in their head that they're owed it like it's their territory because we're Chinese we're better like they really do have that thought process and it's kind of sad because like they want to take back Taiwan and all that craziness and it's just like you can't say Taiwan in China is what I've heard yeah 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 they don't consider it yeah they consider Taiwan a part of China whereas Taiwan considers itself independent from China yeah you been there to Taiwan no or China no I wanted to go to China. I almost went to China, but then COVID hit, so I didn't go. Yeah. Why? Because uh, the girl that I was going to go to China and see, oh. the, my friend from Egypt, uh, she left. She was like, I'm leaving because of this virus, and she went back to Egypt. And so I was like, ah, okay. Okay. So she did leave China, so it's like no reason to go. Yeah, I was in Cambodia, and I was going to try to sneak up there and see her for like a week or two, just say, never been to China. Yeah. Uh, but like the visa was pretty like a pain in the ass to get and, yeah uh, and then she was like well i'm leaving so i was like well i'm not going through the headache of this visa yeah so go in there get rid of your cell phone grab one of theirs so they can track you slash can't use i don't know if you can talk to your people in america <laughs> can't you have to get a vpn china's got their internet censored pretty bad so like this girl I knew from there. You know the Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square where there's like the person standing in front of a tank? You ever seen that picture? Yeah, that's in China. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. picture? It's, yeah, oh, yeah. this is your phone. Yeah. Uh, so I showed this picture to a person from China that was probably like 38 years old, right? And it was like literally alive when this happened. She had never seen it. She's like, is that China? And I was like, yeah, look. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I know where that is. I've been there. She's like, but I've never seen this picture before. It's erased from their history books. Like, she knows nothing about it. What was that? It was like uh, a lot of college kids that basically had an idea of freedom in their head and wanted reform of their government from, like, less communism, more freedom, more capitalism. And uh, so they protested. And in the end, they kind of got capitalism, but they kept communism. Like, so China changed their economy basically because of it, I would say. Like, not right away, but in the long term they did. And they went to more of, like, an open, free economy but with communism, if that makes sense. And that's where China, like, Jackie Ma got rich, you know, like... Don't know Jackie Ma. You never heard of Alibaba.com, Jackie Ma? Oh, Alibaba.com, I know of. No, I don't know that. Jackie Ma, man, he he made that. Dude, he, uh, he's popular. He, like, I'm trying to buy something in Canada, and then it's, like, this ad for Alibaba. I'm like, is that a tzatziki uh, Greek, (laughs) Greek place? And then I go on there, and it's just a weird site where I'm like, I don't want to buy anything from here. I don't even know if I trust this um, Greek. Ah, I'll look it up. Greek tzatziki restaurant that's trying to sell me a DJ controller. Ah, that's weird. How many years have you been DJing? I started when I was 14. Yeah, 28. Uh, 14 years in the bedroom with a, a really crappy controller. Did you have, like, a little keypad where you're like, do-do-do, change the tunes and shit? Do the beats? No. No, not, like, one of those... I don't know the technical, but it's, like, a keypad where it's, like... Yeah, you know what's crazy? That only came out, fuck, maybe, like, 
exactly that long ago or less, like eight years. Is that all? Yeah, ten, eight years. Um, what do we call those? Midi pads. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a P- DJ. Man. They got popular. They're cool though. People I know. Are like, they're look awesome. at this. I got this. You can make some beats. Dude, turn anything into a beat, into a song. Dude, you got a lot of fucking knowledge going on, man. Yeah, I'm old as fuck, man. I've been around the world a lot. Seen it all. Met everybody twice. You it's know? really. You have not. Oh yeah, maybe you have. No, you no. I've you haven't really been around the world, man. Yeah, all the way. Mm-hmm. But then you have. I have too, but I'm just like, yeah, I make beats. <laughs> I don't research. I just go on the computer and write more electronic beats and get high, and then I'm like, fuck, I should get drunk. Yeah. And then try to be openly talking to people, um, openly emotional with people, because of, I don't know. I, I just have nice met so many people in my life that all think so different from me that like I've learned a lot from them if that makes sense like or it's made me like research things that I've never even thought of researching before because I met some crazy dude when I was like you know 20 and like over here in this country or whatever you know like so it's you just meet people that like give you some kind of curiosity and then you just keep going with it and then you learn from it and then keep going that's how you get diverse man you don't just get well-rounded that way otherwise you just focus on what you like and then you like just stay on that path and you don't learn anything else or like when you're in the same town everyone's kind of doing the same thing and then yeah it's groundhog day every day they're all doing their thing to make their living to feed their family to have a good society and community and like make the world a better place i was thinking of that jim carrey movie where he's in a dome (laughs) yeah that's a great movie oh what is that called the guy his name is because it's named the, the guy's name the something oh, Raymond the Truman Show, show. Truman, it's the Truman Show yeah yeah it's a good movie everybody loves Raymond <laughs> no I didn't like that show I don't think I did either I wanted what's stuck in my mind is you just said like a comment on no one wants to go to war anymore and then I'm like it's a different kind of war because like we as scarcity lowered scarcity lowers so then the need to like kill the other tribe lowered I guess yeah we don't want to do that scarcity's going down what good is no it going to do for war? you in Canada to be in the war in Ukraine or China like, <laughs> how does that affect Canada dude fuck Canada them. could fucking really do a great job of like having all the fucking freshwater hot springs they want and like so much fucking goodness if we just talked to each other and figured it out but we trust our prime minister will sort it out for us to hire the guys down the street that work for the town as construction to then whatever's going on. But then is there not a war going on? Like China trying to infiltrate like American intelligence slash manipulate people to like separate them to then weaken them really like canada is so that's or... modern warfare it's psychological modern it's not warfare. it's not bullets it's psychological you know if you like threw a bunch of chinese troops in uh, vancouver of course canada is going to say fuck off and they're going to go kill them all you know even with sticks and stones they're going to fight for their homes yeah. right like they're not going to put up with that but if uh china does it with like a virus or like economics and now we're talking 
you know, or psychological Economics. through what you see on like social media. They control the algorithms, and yeah, they control how you think. They control how you vote. They can like you know they can do predictive stuff like that. And they can definitely change the outcomes. Let's change your opinions. Them to they make can manipulate them. you, right? Manipulation is the new warfare. It's let's manipulate this population to do what we want them to do, so we don't have to shoot them. It's really their art of war, like. Um, just like don't start the battle before you won the war or something like that it's from like Sun Tzu Art of War or some shit I'm sure that's a bad quote but that's the idea it's like don't start the battle until you've won the war like and that's what China's doing they're like slowly degrading everybody's capabilities slowly Holy making them dependent shit and then next thing you know you wake up and China owns everything and you never everything's made in it you don't know how to China. fucking make anything all your money goes to China all we've you, been doing yeah, is giving them everything you don't everything. know how to produce anything you don't know how to make anything you don't have the manufacturing capability because they shipped your manufacturing plants to China because it's cheaper to make it there with Chinese labor yeah so now you can't even make it in Canada so they literally own you and people are blind to it did you know that, or did you just come I've up with that? I've known this for, like, 15 years. I think people know it, too. I've had this idea in my head for, like, 15 years. So we, how did you think about that? How did you know? How did you... I you saw go? it. Because, like, if you think about your dollar bill, where is it going? If it <sighs> stays in your community, your community gets richer. Like, if you buy local, like, you buy fruit yeah. from your local farmer, that money stays there, your whole village gets richer. Yeah. That's how villages got rich back in the day because everybody came there to spend their money and they kind of like made their village better. And then now more people come, more people spend money, everything gets bigger. Then you have a country and then you have like, you know, a nation and a state and like everything's great because everybody's working towards this greater good. Oh my God. But we've lost the societal norm of like, let's make everything better. Now it's all me, 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 me. I need a credit card so I can have it now. And next thing you know, society's collapsing. This makes me want to cry and throw up at the same time. Yeah, well, wake up, bro. <laughs> Shake that shit off. Because... And don't be a part of it. Are you a bully if you don't contribute to... So you know, and then you tell people. And then, like... So us, moving around the world, are we bullies for not helping a community grow because we're not helping a community grow so much although we are spending in communities and people we care about and think are cool i i like you know this is how i do it like today when i went to lunch i walked into the restaurant without my mask on <laughs> i refused to put it on they kind of like said like you know put your mask on in spanish and i played stupid gringo and like i couldn't understand them and smiled literally like smiled and waved and like walked in anyways like hey where do i sit and uh and then the guy comes up to me later, my waiter, he speaks like perfect English. And he's like, oh, where are you from? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm from Florida. And he's like, what do you think of Mexico? And I was like, well, I like it except for all the masks. And he's like, oh, I know. I hate wearing it. It's so yeah. stupid. And I'm like, well, just take it off, man. He's like, well, the government. And I was like, you don't have to listen to them. Like, I plant seeds, man. Like, I try to lead by example and plant little seeds. That's one thing they fuck up letting you in. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, he's got money. Let him in. Their priorities are wrong. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he's got money. No, 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 no. He's not going to fucking blow it. He's going to he's gonna give it to the right people, and he's going to plant a whole bunch of seeds, and they're going to be so much more free. Well, then, I mean, I told him, ended up telling him about how in Florida we haven't been wearing it for, like, over a year. Like, nobody's wearing it. Like, pretty much out of all the countries I've visited in the world, like, South America, Central America are really into the mask, but the rest of the world's not. Like nobody's wearing it compared to what's going on in South America and Central America and it's like an education thing I really believe that it's just I think people in the rest of the world have a higher education you haven't been to Africa since? I've been to Africa I was in Africa since the masks? yeah okay yeah yeah how are they doing? like well so 
I try to avoid the countries that are like mask Nazis. Like, I go to the cool places like Tanzania. You didn't even have to have a PCR test to fly in there. Yeah. All this shit. Until um, they killed the president and replaced him with some other chick. I t- told some people that story. But, uh, and like, yeah, I was in Egypt when all that was going on. Hold up, hold up. So the story goes, they sent like a melon, a goat, and a person... And some, like, real, like, saliva, like a real PCR sample, right? Yeah, so right. it's, like, it all, three samples. Yeah, yeah, it all came back positive for COVID. Even yeah. though it was a papaya that he, like, picked off a tree in his yard. So then it's a sample of a papaya, sent it in, they all came positive, and then the guy's like, fuck you. He's like, I didn't send you any, there's no human DNA on this, so how come when you run it through your lab test, you're coming back as, like, yes, this human is positive for COVID, when there's no, it's just papaya, right? So And a goat? Yeah, he took, like, some part of a goat. Yeah. <laughs> like, some hair or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think he basically threw shit in a bag and sent it to the lab, and they came back and just said, COVID. Yeah. So he's like, well, I'm not buying it. It seems fake. What a great guy. Yeah, he was actually, like, trained in America as, like, a like as a biologist, like, a microbiologist. Like, he was a real scientist, and that's yeah. why he wasn't buying it. He was like, none of this makes scientific sense. So, and they killed him. And then they brought in the lockdowns and the vaccine mandates and all that stuff in Tanzania. In Tanzania. Yeah. yeah. But then... The but Tanzania. nobody wears the mask there. Like, nobody wears it. Nobody's uh, social distancing. Nobody's washing their hands. <laughs> Nobody's taking a shower. And they have the lowest COVID rates anywhere in the world. So it's like... Really? Yeah. If they're living in that filth and poverty, like, no running water, basically, and they don't have any... Think it has something to do with obesity rates? They do say that people that are obese have a higher propensity to die from COVID. I think for sure. I think they're probably out of shape, low cardiovascular health, low, like, I don't know, probably just stuff in their faces to feel good. This is what I see as the vaccines. And then we're going to end it up after this. I got to go buy some cigarettes. Hell yeah. Like, just think about it like this. I'm not saying this is true, but this is an idea. Think about it like this. Say I give you something and I tell you it's going to make you feel better but it actually weakens your immune system and makes you more likely to get sick. So then you get a cold. And I go, well, you know what? You need another one of my shots because it'll help boost your immunity, make you feel better. So now you take another one and you're thinking, all right, I'll be okay this time. Then you get sick again, but worse. And then I come along and say, hey, you need another one of my shots. But you don't realize that my shots are what's making you sick. It's not the germs, it's my shots. So you keep coming back to me thinking that I'm going to fix you when I'm actually the problem because I fucked your brain up to think that I'm helping you. And I think that's what the COVID-19 vaccine is ultimately going to be proven as like 100 years from now when they go back and look through history. They're going to go say that vaccine caused more harm than good, but people were thinking it was helping them, so they kept getting it, even though it was making them sicker and to the point where it ended up killing some people because they got the vaccine, but they thought it was going to help them. Because they were tricked psychologically through that psychological warfare to believe it, man. And I think that's going to be the, like, the moral of the story of the COVID-19 vaccine is like, it's bad for you. It's going to make you sicker. But you think it's helping you, so you keep taking it as you get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker until you die. They're going to cover it up so we don't find that evidence, so we don't hang them or eat them later? Yes, they'll definitely. Like, I know in America, they already said that we're not allowed to know anything about the vaccine, like what's in, the, in it. Or, uh, Fuck that. We're not allowed to know what's in it, and we're not allowed to know about any of its side effects for 75 years. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And we're That's... not allowed to sue them. Like, say I get the vaccine and I die, my family can't sue them for giving me a bad vax. They've already gotten immunity from that. Your 
a toxic relationship who's not being honest with me, no one's worth your time if they're not being honest. Right. Not you, the government. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.